listening to the Girls Get Off podcast, an R18 podcast on all things female pleasure. Think girl talk, but real girl talk, where we chat all things masty, self-loving, sex, orgasms and more. Nothing is off limits, which means you get all the secrets, even our guests BFFs don't know. We're on a mission to make talking about getting off as fun as actually doing it. Ready to join the Mastination? Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Girls Get Off podcast. We've just recorded such a great episode with... Um, Alex in Summer. Alex? Alex, her mm-hmm. profile name is Alex in Summer, FYI. Um, anyway, with all the dating tips. Um, and yeah, I can't wait. I know. We we definitely found out what we're doing wrong. <laughs> we talked red flags, green flags, dating app tips, like setting up your profile, which I thought was great. I'm going to go and change mine after this, this afternoon. Um, but yeah, I think she's got like a a uh, person what what do I call it um I feel like she's just living her best life oh on absolutely she's, she's going on she's been on more dates than I have my entire life and she's only been single since April so um <laughs> yes great great advice from someone experienced um all right shall I get into her bio yeah uh, that dating girl off TikTok, Alex and Summer, shares navigating the modern dating scene, lifting women's standards and all of the hot dating tea in between. Welcome to the podcast, Thank Alex. You. So great to have you on. Viv and I need all the dating tips we can get. So <laughs> looking forward to this well, I'm one. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. And for those who don't follow you, Alex and Summer on TikTok, we want to, I think the audience needs to hear around how you got started on this channel of yours and where all your content comes from because you've got a bit of a backstory. Yeah. So I moved to Sydney four months ago and I basically the previous year had come out of a four-year relationship and it was a fairly traumatic breakup, I'd say. Um, And when I moved to Sydney, I kind of just started TikTok as a way to make videos and kind of, I guess, more of a video journal than anything for myself to remember my time in the city. And then I posted my first ever, like I went on a date with this guy and I posted my first ever dating um, story about him and we're still friends. Um, And it kind of blew up and people seemed to really enjoy it. So I just continued and now it's progressively growing, which is awesome. Um, And it's just really fun to talk about dating and everything that I do in between I guess I love it and you've been going on lots of dates as well tell us how that's been working out for you yeah I feel like at this point I'm like do I call myself a professional data like I've I think I've been through every eligible bachelor in Sydney at this point um like I have been I think it's been good I've definitely been on lots of dates and found out what I really like and what I really don't like and also just age demographic like I'm 25 And I don't think I would ever go on a date with somebody younger than 28, to be honest. And I'd probably cap it off at 35. Um, I feel like after that age, I've definitely, I went on a date with like a 37-year-old recently. And it was good. It was a nice date. But also I'm like, there's like baggage and stuff that comes with it at that point. And I'm like, we're at different stages of our lives, I think. But it's been a really fun experience and definitely reevaluating like what I like and getting a really good understanding because when you're dating you can kind of try different things like it doesn't have to be anything serious and you can trial and error like 
trial and test what does work and what doesn't work. So what does work for you then? What are the things that you've picked (laughs) up on? So it's been really interesting because I feel like different kinds of guys like a lot of different things. So what I found, my type has basically exclusively for some reason, I've always dated guys that work in tech. Like straight up, if they work in tech, especially on the business side, that's my type always. Um, like it's just a thing every guy I've been specifically. with specifically has been in tech. Like my ex owns tech company. The guy I had a situationship with owned a tech company. The guy I went on a date with recently, same thing. So it's all the same type of guys. But what I found is really high, I guess, high powered men or ones in like really corporate roles that are really successful in their jobs and have also probably very stressful jobs, they love a bitch. Like, straight up love a bitch. And I think that's, yeah, no, it's like, it's such a funny thing because I wouldn't consider myself, like when I open up and I I would consider myself like quite a friendly person. But what I did was I just approached it with like, no, don't talk to me. Okay, cool, when are you taking me to dinner? Yeah, okay, thanks. Like, I was just such a bitch to all of them. And they loved it, particularly lawyers and finance bros love it. And I think it's because it's the first time that they've A, heard the word no. And also probably the first time a girl isn't falling all over them being like, oh my God. And yeah, you can buy me drinks and take me to nice places. I think I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. Like bare minimum. (laughs) (laughs) And they love it. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I watched one of your TikToks actually on um, professions oh. <laughs> and the red flag, the, prof- the yeah. red flag prof- blah, blah, professions. Um, so what was it? It was, you don't go for doctors, no. hey? So doctors are just not my thing. I've been on three different dates with three different doctors and they're all like attractive fairly like sort of mid late 20s um all did really well but they were all just weird like I can't describe it as anything other than weird I don't know what it is about them but they were just odd like a really odd group of people and my roommate she dated an anesthetist and that is a whole other like traumatic story so doctors are completely out like will not go on a date with a doctor just not my thing also I would never see them And then probably lawyers, can't do lawyers. I don't want to be professionally debated with. Um, Like, I'm good. (laughs) I don't need to be professionally gaslit. Like, I'm okay. Um, (laughs) And who else? Like, finance is okay. I think a lot of girls said, like, oh, finance bros, red flag. And I don't mind a finance bro. Like, they're usually a good time, I find. Better than lawyers. (laughs) I love your experience. It's so <laughs> I feel very unexperienced <laughs> talking to you. Uh, <laughs> um, quick question, mm. totally kind of off subject, mm-hmm. but has your ex been in contact with you since yeah. seeing your TikTok? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my ex and I dated for four years. And the backstory is we met at university when right before I turned 21, we were hooking up for like, three or four weeks and then he went back to Paris for Christmas and New Year's and then I was like I could use a holiday and I flew to Paris and just spent like a week with him there and we started dating and we ended up dating for like four years um 
and I ended up living over there as well. So it was a big relationship. But um, I started my TikToks. He saw some of them. And we were on still, like, I'd say friendly-ish terms. Um, and even though he, like, got a new girlfriend, like, the day that we broke up and I discovered, I was like, timelines don't match up. Mm. And he, basically, I got offered a job potentially in London. And so I had a job offer here in Sydney. I had a job offer in London. Um, and I was really debating whether or not I should go. And I had told him about that. And I was like, if I went, you know, I'd be going there June, July to start that role. So come, I think it was July, he calls me and he goes, we're just chatting and he goes, so I broke up with that girl. And I was like, oh, okay. Like talked about it. And then he goes, when are you coming to Europe? Like, I can't wait to see you. Um, how exciting you're going to be here. Like, and I was like, oh, um, I actually just declined the role and I decided to take the job in Sydney instead. And he was like, oh, anyway, we spoke on the phone for like two and a half hours. He also mentioned all the stuff that he didn't like about her and was literally also while they were together was literally saying to me how just good our relationship was, like how he missed how good and easy it flowed and like he missed all of that type of stuff. And I'm like, mm, you're still dating her. Like this is, and you're on the phone for two and a half hours with your ex. Anyway, so <laughs> like three weeks later, they're back together. So it was literally a thing of like, and I made a TikTok because I found it hilarious. And I don't know. <laughs> thought you were coming yeah, back. Yeah, literally oh broke God. up, thought I was coming back and then got back together with her when he found out I wasn't coming back. So I was like, oh, great. Glad to see you worked it out. But I made a TikTok about it and yeah, I I'm I feel like he's probably seen it where I basically described that situation <laughs> and has not been in contact, but he the like a day after I posted that TikTok, for the first time ever, like he posted her on his story and I was like, Oh, you've definitely seen it. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, at least he's not talking to you anymore. That's great. I bet that's like a, you know. Yeah, still watches my stories. I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I feel like just wait for the DM when they're a bit rocky. Oh, literally. Or if I'm literally yeah. in Europe or something, oh, he sees that I'm there immediately, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my god! I don't feel like that it. is a red it's flag. the end of that story. No. Yeah. It's, we did joke. And we were like, look, if we're probably, honestly, if we're both probably single in our 30s, we just probably end up marrying each other out of convenience at that point. But I'm like, coming out of that relationship, honestly, it was the best time to try and hook up with me because my standards were so incredibly low. Um, like, <laughs> a guy could just show up and I'd be like, oh, my God, you're, you're amazing. Um, but now through dating quite a lot and extensively, particularly here, the experiences that I've had, like every guy I've gone on a date with has picked me up, dropped me home or got me an Uber. Not that I ask for it. They just do it. Um, always, I always offer to split the bill out of politeness. I think it's a good thing to do, but they will always pick up the tab. Um, always super polite. Like I've had really good dates. And so now I'm like, okay, that is 100% my new standard like the guy I had the situation ship with crap how it ended but he would randomly call me and be like hey I booked us yoga midweek and like he owned a company and he's super busy but would actively make the time to see me and do things that we would both enjoy oh that's cute yeah. 
Nice, nice. And you've obviously been on a lot of dates. Yeah. And I think before this podcast, we were chatting about how you're on the app. So we want some hot tips for, you know, setting up your dating profile, making sure it's all good to go. Okay. So I did do a video on it, but I've got, <laughs> what do I use? I use Hinge and I use um, Raya, Raya, however you pronounce it. And so I don't use Tinder. I was like, goodbye. That is, I can't use it. I can't use it. <laughs> goodbye. And also Bumble. I just, I like the idea of Bumble, but I also, I literally never message first. So I'm like, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. Um, but with Hinge, what I found is usually your opening photo, always have a photo where you can clearly see your face. Don't be in a group, clearly see your face, see who you are. You'll definitely get a lot more responses if you can clearly see. And then I think it's good to have maybe some photos that are not selfies, like have been taken by other people. So you have friends or at least a tripod. Um, and then <laughs> also I've got like a photo of my cat on there as well. I was like, you got to be a cat person. Otherwise not going to work out. And then mm -hmm. I think in the prompts, it's a really important thing. Cause I was going through my roommate's hinge and I was like, girl, this is why it is not working out and you're attracting certain types of guys. So in her profile, she, in her prompts, I can't remember what it was specifically, but it was something like, it basically talked about like, in a funny way, binge drinking. And then a lot of her, all of her photos, <laughs> like her. That's it. That is oh. something I would do. I know. I'm like, I could almost put money on the fact that Vibs would have something like that. <laughs> I actually, for a while, Tash told me off. I had a, um, I thought it was, I was like, this is a funny yeah. photo. I was like, it shows my, you know, personality. And it was me in like a fur coat and big sunglasses, like drinking from a goon set. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, I love it. The got the it got the cut. It got the cut. Not for the dating Not profile. Not for the dating profile. Like, I mean, look, if you want a fun party boy, maybe. But if you want somebody oh, that's like, maybe like gonna take you out and it's gonna maybe be something a bit more stable like if you like the toxic life that's fine you do you girl but if you want something maybe a bit stable <laughs> like I would I told her I was like remove everything that talks about binge drinking remove like messy night photos and definitely have some photos when you're out at a nice dinner they look great but avoid having photos of you literally just out on a night out because it just sends the message that's what you do I think it's good to include some photos you yourself maybe some wholesome ones with your friends that show that you have friends and have a social life have some on there even out in nature like going on the beach if that's your thing like on the beach or on a hike or have a little bit of diversity and I think those type of profiles that show this is like a bit more of a wholesome life that will attract the type of guys that are probably a little bit more serious whereas if it revolves a lot around just basically going out drinking and that type of lifestyle you're going to attract a very different demographic I think yeah um I'm just <laughs> thinking back to um remember how we went out that night Viv with the pure intention of getting me a photo for the dating profile and we ended up no. having McDonald's picnic on the beach nice. <laughs> and that was my and now I'm just thinking is oh my gosh the standards would not sit very high for taking me out for dinner no oh, like picnic set up with mcdonald's on the beach it was like mm. oh my god and it was it was really funny though that was really funny but it didn't work for dating <laughs> no i think you would probably attract somebody that's like probably chill but he's probably like 
maybe like a funny indie boy and uh he's just like cool do you want to come and netflix and chill like yeah 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 Yeah. not not out to a nice dinner type of vibe (laughs) that is so funny (laughs) i i feel like letting you like log in to my profile and you can oh (laughs) do it for me hand it over hand it over those prompts are hard though on here. Yeah, they are. I think mine yeah. currently, the one that I get the most responses to on my dating profile, because I don't really write too much. I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. But it's, I think the prompts are important because it allows maybe the person that you're matching to have a conversation opener with you rather than just liking a photo and being like, hey, what's mm. up? So my prompt in there is what's your ideal first date or what does our first date look like? And I put in sip and paint, which I need to change now because I am five weeks of not drinking. But it's a fun opener and I think a fun prompt. Um, And I get literally so many messages being like, when can we go to sip and paint? Oh my God, I've always wanted to try that. Let's Um. go. When can I take you? Have you been to this place for sip and paint? Let's go. Um, So that's the... How many sip and paints have you been to? Zero. Um... (laughs) You're like, yeah, I said that, but I don't mean it. I want to go to a restaurant. <laughs> but it's a good starter. That is a good that starter. That is a great starter. I'm going to change mine. Yeah. I Last time I had Hinge for like two days, going back about six months ago or something, and I literally chose three prompts mm-hmm. and I wrote N-A, N-A. N-A, no! Stop, Joe! <laughs> Not applicable. No! <laughs> Describe your ideal Sunday. Not a problem. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Oh, no. That's how bad I am. Okay, so. room for improvement. Room for improvement. <laughs> I think the other one that I put, because I'm like, I want to keep it pretty nice. The other one that I put, I think the dating one, like, that's a really good prompt that everyone should use because it's a good conversation opener. And also, if they're reading your profile and paying attention because it's directly in front of them, then they know where to take you or potentially plan a date. But the other one that I use is my simple pleasures. Like what are my simple pleasures? And I put high thread count and skincare. So to me, I'm like, it weeds out the guys that haven't washed their bed sheets in about a month. Um, It tells you like, also the other thing with skincare is, I have never, ever gone home with a guy without my skincare. Like, if I go back to his place, we are stopping at mine first, and I am getting my skincare. I absolutely <laughs> refuse to go to a man's house if I'm staying the night, which I probably will. I always prefer to. Um, I don't want to just, like, go and then leave. Um, I always have to have my skincare, no matter what. So you've never done the old... <laughs> The old toilet paper. No. Make it damp and a bit of liquid soap. Rub that on your eyes. I could never. (laughs) Get your makeup off. (laughs) Honestly, I probably did. Hot tip for anyone listening. We're all class, Uh, Viv. All class. Uh, I'm in the bathroom putting hand soap on my face. The only time that, okay, no, I lie. The only time I've done it was on my 25th birthday. Mind you, my standards were a lot lower a few months ago. And it was my 25th. I was, I was just not in a good state. I was, 
we'd been on a, a book like a long lunch, like a long bottomless brunch with mm-hmm. about 16 people and yeah. everyone started. We spent <laughs> on just the bill alone, I think it was $700 just on tequila shots. Like it was like a messed up. And then we went to the casino afterwards, this on the Gold Coast. And just everyone, it's my birthday, obviously, everyone keeps buying me drinks. And so I got absolutely smashed. And then the guy, I met a guy the night before, um, and he was like mutual friends with some of my friends. And I ended up going back to his, and I completely blanked out. Like, I remember sitting on his couch talking, who knows what nonsense. And then I remember, (laughs) like, just waking up and being like, where the hell am I? Went into his bathroom, went through his cupboards. I'm like, okay, what? Like, please tell me you at least have moisturizer. And surely he's got some Cetaphil in here somewhere. He did not. And <laughs> I just grabbed toilet paper, got his moisturizer, and just used that to like get my makeup off. Yeah. I was like, okay. And he was like, he was feeling fresh. He was definitely not as hungover as I was. He was like, do you want to play Mario Kart? And I was like, I'm getting an Uber out of here. Like, I need food, I need sleep. <laughs> I need to not be here right now. He didn't even offer you breakfast, no. just Mario Kart. W- There's a red flag for he you. He was 23, <laughs> so this is why. Yeah. Uh, says a lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what a segue to um, to my next point. I want to hear more about your red flags. I oh, know I've asked you what you don't like, don't, didn't I? No. Well, did I ask you what you do like? No, we only talked about professions. Oh, we only talked about professions. Well, I want to hear about your red flags. There's a list. Um, so, red. Let me get a pen. <laughs> Note it down. Um, <laughs> apart from being a doctor, um, my red flags is if I'm on a date and they initiate or bring up anything sexual. So I think if they bring that up within the first date, like obviously if you're flirting a little bit later, like it's fine. But if they bring it up quite initially, I think it shows that that's probably what their intentions are. So that's definitely a red flag for me. I'm a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like we're, I feel like we're at a loss, Joe, because even if I can put off the conversation, the what do you do conversation until I actually get on the date, then it's obviously going to come up. And then you're going to be like, what are you doing? Like, it's our sex toys. Yeah, yeah. And then, but that's fine. I you know. know. The sex toy stories, you know, like it all goes on. But do you mean like like little innuendos or something like that? Innuendos. Like probably, Joe. I'm so fucking horny. Yeah, they'll do it. This guy on Friday night literally had to unlatch me and <laughs> make me go into my hotel. <laughs> Alex's face right now is in disbelief. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> Okay, so... So funny. So no sex chat. <laughs> well, for me, like, innuendos are fun, and I think I generally... Like, for me, I'm very sarcastic. I love banter and being really quick-witted. I'm just very... If you can't take a joke, we're probably not going to get along. Um, but very quick-witted, very sarcastic. So if the jokes and the innuendos are fun and they're smart, then I'm into it. But if it's just, like... You know, a bit sleazy. I'm like, mm, yeah. no, not my thing. Like, at least make it intelligent. Yeah. Like, at least make it, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so that's definitely yeah. a red flag. And then also not making dinner reservations. Like, go online and make it. I I am busy. If you invite me out, make a dinner reservation. Know that we've got a booking. We live in Sydney. 
you need a booking to go out. If we go out Friday night, Thursday night, Saturday night, you need a booking. We're not, I'm not walking around dressed up cute. I'm not getting cute for you, for one, if you haven't made a booking. But two, I'm not walking around after I've done all of this and being like, oh, well, let's just try to find a place. Like, no. I browse a menu before I go for time efficiency and I know exactly what I'm going to order. Like, get it together. Um, <laughs> I think also a red flag. Love that. Is I went on a date. Oh, he was 26. Honestly, such a sweetheart. He was so sweet and so lovely, like offered to come help me move my furniture and stuff. I'm like, oh, darling. Um, However, we got to the date. (laughs) However. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. We get to the date and he, like, he's just really sweet, but I'm very much taking the lead in the charge. So the waiter comes over and we've talked about what we want to eat. He's like, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, Yeah, we will have this and this and this. Yep, cool. Like, and I'm just very much taking charge, which I do in my normal life, but also with my what I do in my day to day life, I am very much the planner, the organizer, take charge. And when it comes to a relationship or going on a date with somebody, I don't want to do that. I want somebody just to honestly tell me what to do. I need somebody that is assertive and confident and is like, we're doing this, we're eating this. Like, give me some options, but you know, just tell me what to do, basically. I love it. Sounds like you need a uh, match for your uh, your bitchiness that you talked about earlier. Do you know? Very what I mean? much so. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I would say I can come across offers. Maybe I've definitely guys when I've been out with some of my girlfriends. They're super friendly. They'll chat to anyone. I don't. Um, if you're a girl, I will. I'm like, hi, <laughs> love it. I'm here for the girls. I am a girls' girl. But if a guy approaches me, I'm usually nine times out of ten, I'm like, I'll be polite, but I just, I can't be bothered. And if it's somebody I can't be bothered talking to or a group, like, I just won't engage. So last weekend we were out and I just got bored and I put my AirPods in. I was like, I just can't. Like, I'm so bored by this. Um, So I usually get called by the guys that my friends talk to, the bitch. Like, they're just like, why is she being such a bitch? Why is she being so quiet? I'm like, well, it's just that I don't want to give you my energy. Because I don't want to spend my time giving you my energy. Why would I do that when I don't see a purpose for it? Are you an introvert? <laughs> no, I would say do you cl- I'm probably an extrovert for sure. But I th- I'd say I'm both. Like I, if I come into a group full of lots of people, so I've got an event coming up um, in a couple of weeks and I don't know anyone there. And so I know when I get there, usually before my vice would be have a couple of drinks, loosen up, which I can't do now. So I definitely get a bit nervous and I just, I'm like, okay, uh, and I'll get a little bit anxious. But then when I warm up, it's fine. And I would say I'm definitely quite extroverted. I was at, oh, I went to this talk the other day and they were talking about how introvert and extrovert is more related to how you get your energy. So mm. introverts, like if... So, like, extroverts will go out and that's how they, like, get energy. But as an introvert, if you go out, like, like you're talking about, it just kind of sucks it from you. So, it's, imagine you had, like, a you only had 10 coins when you start the day. Mm. Like, extroverts will go out and get more. And introverts, it's like they get depleted and then they've got to go out and hang out by themselves because, like, they need a recharge. <laughs> I think I do both. That's me. I do. Yeah. I think I'm both, yeah. though, because... So, Friday, we call it our Friday night crew. It's always, like, my good friends and we will generally go out, usually... Every Friday, go for a boogie, just have like a fun time. 
And I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. I get a lot of satisfaction just catching up with my friends and going out and being quite social. Um, and I also, I don't necessarily like to interact with people when I'm out. I just like to be where people are, if that makes sense. Like I like the energy and I like it to be busy, but I don't necessarily want to interact with them. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. So then what are your green flags? What are some of the good things that you look for in dudes on all these dates? Well, uh, can make a plan, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Will during the conversation and during our time together, I think, ask me questions about myself and actually pays attention to stuff. So, um, I like I work in a pretty interesting field. I work in film industry, and so I'm like, there's a lot to talk about. So, taking an interest in that because I will always endeavor to be like, what are you doing, and talk about their career as well. Um, so also just remembering if they remember little things, obviously we've probably connected at social media at this point. And so if they've had a scroll and they're like, oh, I saw that you were, you know, traveling in this location and maybe ask me about it because I do the same. It's good conversation starter. So that's definitely. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of always pretend that I haven't stalked, but (laughs) I always do. (laughs) Oh, that's a good, that's yeah. a good sentence starter. Well, we all do it. Here's yeah, the thing. Like, like it's this unspoken thing. We all go on people's social medias and we all stalk before we meet up, right? Like, it's just a normal thing that you do. So, I mean, maybe don't deep dive like six years ago and be like, <laughs> oh, I saw you were out at this place. But definitely if they've got it on their real, like not their reels, but the memories or whatever on Instagram and other oh, highlights. Yeah, the highlights mm. and they've traveled to you know a different country. It's just like, "Oh, cool, I saw your thing like you traveled here" or mention stuff like I always will because mm. obviously I've looked through their profile. Obviously I'm going to ask about it. It's great conversation starters and I think it also breaks down that barrier of being awkward about it and it's just like a really open thing from there. Mm, I like yeah. that. That's great. Mm. <laughs> I think like you just got to not slip up and like know their ex-boyfriend's <laughs> yeah. name or something. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think um, another green flag in guys, honestly, I mean, firstly, you have to be funny. Like funny men are so dangerous. Genuinely, they are the most dangerous men out there because you could be a solid four out of ten. But if you make me laugh, one minute I'm laughing and the next minute I'm in your bed. Like... I don't know how it happens. <laughs> I don't know. Funny men just, they get it. Um, I, I will always take humor and wit over looks any day of the week. I feel like that, I feel like humor card, like that wins a lot of points. I feel like that's pretty standard across the board. How about you, Joe? Uh, definitely. And like, I feel like just, not taking themselves too seriously which is when they show that humor and stuff like that I feel as well that's kind of I guess a big turn on for me Mm. yeah I think it also says a lot if you're going to be compatible because people have different senses of humor and what they find funny and how they interact and how they flirt so if your style of humor is maybe not compatible then I think it's going to be really difficult for you guys to for maybe a deeper connection because if I say something because I'm very sarcastic and the other person doesn't take it as a joke or they get offended by it 
then clearly it's going to be a little bit tricky for us to work out because that's generally how like I would communicate. And so if their sense of humor is something a bit different to that as well, then we're probably not going to be super compatible. Yeah, yes. that's, that's very true. Yeah, so I feel like that kind of different cultures and stuff, hey. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I... Because I'm very... I really struggle to say one sentence without, like, <laughs> joking around. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> not much comes out of my mouth that's full serious. But I think that's a good thing. So, yeah. Like, you, you definitely want somebody that has, like, for me personally has a serious edge and are focused and driven like that's for me probably one of the biggest turn-ons but is able to be a bit silly and have a laugh and have a joke around doesn't take themselves too seriously um like I went on a date with a guy that was shorter than me because I do prefer them taller I'm like 5'8 so um but I don't mind a short king and I made a really little subtle joke about his height and he took it really well. Like he just joked around um, and I was like, cool. Like you passed the vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Um, amazing. Okay. Green flags, red flags. What else have you got for us? What about um, guys like dating profiles what are you looking for so you've obviously got your professions that you're kind of weeding out yeah. if they're in tech you're going yeah yep, I'll yep, take yep. it um and what other things are you looking for in guys dating profiles well I think personally I look at their photos obviously it's a very superficial thing <laughs> got to be attracted to them <laughs> yeah. um I generally my type has always been tall blonde probably um like, I know a lot of people like tall, dark, and handsome, and I'm like, yep, yeah, tall, blonde, and handsome. That's usually been my type. Um, so I have a look at their photos, but also if they have, like, a lot of photos of them just out drinking with the boys and doing that sort of stuff or at the races, no. It's an instant no from me. Like, I don't go to the <laughs> – no. I don't, I don't support horse racing for one, and – I'm just like, no, if you use the term, like, Saturdays are for the boys, like, we are absolutely not compatible. Um, also, I think if there's, like, the fishing photo, like, every girl said it. I don't know why guys <laughs> still have it on their profile. Also, I'm like, is it a bad time? So, oh, I think, yeah, I think the message is definitely getting across about that one, though, because I have noticed, a, like, I mean, I'm now swiping in Bondi, but yeah. there's certainly been a huge decrease in fishing shots or, like, hunting ones that I've seen. Yeah, hunting yeah, and fishing, like, <laughs> but just hunting <laughs> shots in general. Like, why would you want to pose next to a dead carcass? Like, I'm a vegetarian, so for me it's an instant no. But if you, like, if you genuinely enjoy hunting – and that's like a thing that you like, then I, again, I don't think we're going to be compatible because not really my thing. I like yeah. animals. <laughs> yeah. 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 And oh. yeah. And I also, oh, if they have a photo in a suit, like, I'm not going to lie. It definitely, it definitely gets me. Guys in suits always, there's just something about it though. It just looks great. Like you don't, but, you don't have to wear one all the uh, time, but if you just have one photo so I can see what you would look like in a suit. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, you would look good in wedding photos potentially as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like what is the leg to torso ratio? Yeah. I, I feel like this one, it 
it's specific. Mm. It has to be taken by another person yes. because a suit selfie in the mirror, no. fuck off. No, yeah. so douchey. That's yeah. a red flag, I feel. Absolutely. Mm. Or if it's like, if they include a corporate shot, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, this isn't LinkedIn. <laughs> this is Hinge. What are you doing? What about like the just in bed selfie? Like the, can we see me? No. Nah. You know how they're just wow. like do it on an angle? No, because guys do them <laughs> shit. They're shit quality. They look like they've literally been taken on like an iPhone 5. I don't know what they're trying yeah. to do. I'm like, this could be you here. I'm like, no, do better. You have better photos. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that sometimes I scroll through and you're like, oh, he's all right. And then you're like, why did you have to put that last photo in? Yeah. <laughs> and you I, feel like giving them advice and just like take that one out. Yeah. And do you know, I remember chatting with um, a friend who's a photographer and he was like, you're always judged on your last, on your worst photo. He's like, so whenever he's like sending images to a client, he won't like just put them in there for the sake of it. He, he's like, you're always judged on your last photo. So I totally agree, Joe. I reckon if there's one photo that's a bit rogue, maybe just leave it out because yeah. otherwise you're going to, it might be the, it might be the deciding factor if you're on the fence. Yeah. It's quantity yeah, over quality. Like, at, sorry, it's quality over quantity. What do I say? Quality over quantity. I think people <laughs> just like, yeah, they'll upload and they'll be like, oh, I've got to upload like a certain amount of photos. I'm like, no, you can upload less, but just make sure they're all really good quality. Yeah. 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 On that again, what if somebody has gone and no laughing Viv, what if somebody's gone and got professional photos done for, mm-hmm. for their dating profile? Okay, is it specifically for their dating profile or is it like... Yes. Okay, so... No, specifically. Okay, so you know what? I had a shoot last week. I wanted some cute pics and I'm like, I'm going to use them for my socials and my dating profile and like everything in between. So I think that's totally fine. Like if it's in a studio and it's fun, everyone... Screw it. Like, go, if you want to take nice photos of yourself and you want to have a day, a few hours that's about you, that you're going to get some great shots that you can use across the board and you want to feel good and you're like, these photos slap, they look amazing, and you feel good about it, then I think everyone should be able to do that. Like, that's such a great thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man or woman. It's only because that guy was crazy, you know, or is crazy. (laughs) Okay, so what's your story? What what happened here? <laughs> oh, no, no. no. <laughs> it's a story not, for another day. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, it was a yeah, story for not a podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but, um, but no, it was. Oh, anyway, I want to hear about your. I want to hear about your best and your worst dating stories. Oh my god! In the last, you know, since April or how how long since, it's been? I think yeah, it's been since April. Um, Start with the worst. Oh my god. Since April, and you've, like, dated more than I have in my whole life. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I was in a relationship for four years, so I didn't date for four years. I was with, you know, so I'm making up for lost time. I'm (laughs) 37. But also... I've probably gone on less dates than I can. But I also think my generation, like, we grew up with social media being so readily available and dating apps just being a really normal way of meeting people. And so if you only meet people organically obviously you're going to have a lot fewer probably dates whereas with dating apps I think for better or for worse it's great because you connect with people that you wouldn't have probably met ever otherwise Um, but then on the downside as well I think you just have so many options that 
it can cause flakiness where you can be like, well, oh, well, I have five other matches, so I, you know, won't bother going on this date. So I think there's pros and cons to it both. But my worst date that I went here in Sydney, I think I did a little video on it. Um, So he was in tech um, (laughs) and he was 23, first mistake. Um, And so we went out for drinks and he we were just chatting and I had mentioned that I'd gotten out of a long-term relationship and he's like oh my gosh me too and so both of our relationships that we had come out of were both like around the same time period so I was like oh great so we were able to talk about that and then I go like when did yours end and he goes a month ago I was like uh-oh um because mine had, at that point ended like five months ago and then I go cool like all right fair enough went on the date did our thing split the bill anyway um and then we it was kind of like that thing it was hot and i was like all right let's go back to mine because all of my stuff is there um <laughs> and my bed that is where my skincare lives exactly so we stopped off at 7-eleven because we are safe adults and safe sex is hot sex and we went back to mine did the thing and it was great Anyway, afterwards, um, he was just a bit off. And I was kind of like, are you are you good? Like, do you want a cup of tea? Um, and can you also get out of my apartment? But, like, I was being polite. So he then starts, like, telling me. He's like, oh, it's just really weird. Like, obviously, my breakup was so recent. Like, I just didn't really realize that I kind of feel like this. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, so okay. I kind of felt the same way after my breakup. I was like, how many people have you slept with since your breakup? And he goes, oh, you're the first. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I go, how many people have you slept with besides your ex-girlfriend? And he goes, just you. And I was like, oh, I like basically I'm the second person you've ever slept with. Holy shit. Also fire game. Like you're good for only sleeping with now two people. But he um, ended up crying in my bed. So. Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, it is midnight. And I, yeah, I can't deal with this. But super why I was like, do you want a cup of tea? Do you want to talk about it? Like, I literally turned into a therapy session. And then I was like, do you need me to get you an Uber home? Like, this is why I don't date younger guys. Um, oh no he's not ready to be on hinge and he found out the hard way yeah damn and he did send me a message being like i'm so sorry to like do that to you he's like you were great he's like i just had no idea that i would react that way but i mean it's fair enough because i did cry in the first guy that i made the dating story about a i did cry in his bed as well but he was like super understanding and chill with it so i get it (laughs) Well, yeah, literally, literally, karma, karma. Wow. So anybody that's just broken up with a long-term partner, that next person, you might be crying in their bed. So just, Just, I think you should wait at least six months. Like, to be fair, when I came out of my breakup, my coping method and my coping strategy and mechanism, which is not healthy, don't do it, uh, was to get on Tinder and just rage up a storm of going on dates and screwing around basically uh which was fun for a hot minute but then it got to a point where 
I think I realized I was literally just trying to fill a void and it was actually just a really empty and hollow feeling. And then I just stopped. I didn't go on any dates. I didn't go out with anyone for months until I moved to Sydney. Um, And then I started up again and I think I was still really cut up about my ex. I found out all of that stuff, but finding out about the cheating and finding out about his like new girlfriend and everything that was the final thing to make me fully lose feelings and be completely at peace with the situation and fully move on and be like, I'm living my best life and I'm having a great time. And as soon as I got into that mindset of amazing, I'm living my best life. Also, I don't need a boyfriend. I'm having fun, nothing serious, having good time. Every guy wanted to date me. Like, I swear, as soon as you're like, I don't want anything serious. No, I'm good. I can take it or leave it. I'm just doing my own thing. Every guy's like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh literally That's always opposite. away um <clears throat> oh my god amazing well that's kind of all that i have written down to ask you have you got any other questions joe no i don't but that was great info <laughs> that is just so great i can't wait to update my um hinge profile oh my god um, and i feel I feel like we didn't even touch on Raya, but maybe I'm going to have to download that one as well and just, like, see what the options are like. Yeah, the dating pool on Raya mm. is small here in uh, in Australia. I, yeah, went on a date on Raya that was the same date that my friend went on with, like, the same guy, and um, I made a video about him, and I had about three people in my comments, like, guess his name, and I had to delete them. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> like... <gasps> They guess correctly. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah. Funny. Yeah, that's how small it is. Oh, wow. oh well, if people want to hear more about your dating on your TikTok, uh, that is Alex and Summer. And how about any other places that people can find you? Uh, on Instagram, also Alex and Summer. Um, but yeah, follow me on my socials if you want to hear dating and everything that I do in between, basically. Amazing. Well, thank you so much so for joining great. us, Alex. It's been a great episode. I think there'll be a few people updating their online profiles. Um, and maybe <laughs> Joe will be. change shoes from NA. Yes, you should. <laughs> I don't have one anymore, so maybe I'll get one. Okay, if I get one one time, I will not put NA. Don't. Um, I'm just wondering how many girls are going to have, like, thread count as that. Cause like, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. Well, yeah. I'm happy to help so funny. and go update your go update your dating profiles, live your best life, go date, go have fun and keep your standards high. Keep your standards so goddamn high. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Girls Get Off podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Girls Get Off. You can join our Facebook group, Girls Get Off Uncensored. I think we've got more than 20,000 members in there at the moment. And if you'd like to leave us a rating, a review, that always helps us get higher in the charts. And every week we'll pick the most creative review to win a Missy Mini. Thanks for listening. Yeah.